you know, I'm not, this, this video is not to call them out of the woods. <laughs> um, come out, come out. Come out. Right, literally. My husband will, he will come out of the wilderness. <laughs> you do it in such a graceful way. You're very honest, you're very authentic. And that's why I feel like, I'm like, oh, okay. I could talk to her about this. Like we can be open about this. And um, I kind of shared with you a while ago that I just feel like you're rare. And in this season, it's rare to find a friend to be able to relate to in my singleness. All my friends are getting married, which I love. I'm so happy. Um, and I understand that more time will go into their husbands and I'm okay with that. So I just pray, okay, God, send me, send me a good friend or send me my husband, either one, either one you want to do. Right now, he's like, I'm sending you a friend. And on that note, we're starting our Packed Vision podcast. Welcome, guys. My name is Selena. Welcome to Packed Vision. We are outside. Oh, so good. I'm flowing. Yeah, I'm flowing. Um, this is my friend Chelsea. Say hey, girl. Uh, what's up? I'm so excited to have her on today. We are going to be talking about our singleness and how God has given us a vision for our lives during this time. I also want to talk about the vision that we can't necessarily see right now in this season of waiting. This waiting room's getting a little hot. It's getting a little comfortable. I'm getting a little antsy. So, but I just want us to have an honest conversation about this because I feel like it will help, it will help the singles out there, whether you are a man or a woman, yeah. um, singleness can be easy for some of you. Maybe some of you are thriving and maybe some of you are like, hold up, wait, I know I said I wanted to be single, but not this long. You know what I mean? Time um, is ticking. Yeah, but I feel like you're thriving in your singleness, even though you are praying and waiting for your husband. And I think that you do it in such a graceful way. Um, and I want us to just have a conversation about it while recording. Let's dive in. So Elsie's used to this topic. If you haven't seen Beyond the Letter podcast, it's I highly recommend it. Um, it's an awesome podcast and they always talk about her singleness. Love to highlight my singleness. Because I don't ask for, I'll just sit in the corner and it's just, let's talk about rare. your dating life. Because you're rare. <laughs> <laughs> you are rare. And I think it's kind of like, wait, let's peek in really quick and ask yes. Chelsea yeah. what this is like. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I definitely think that it will help people. So. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Yes, Chelsea, share with us a little bit about what you do while I pour my milkshake because I'm ready for this. Pray for her, y'all. I am the creative director right now at Abundant Living Family Church, a church that we go to. And I've uh, been the creative director for about two years now, going on three. I've been in the church world, though, for the past eight years and also single for a very long time. <laughs> so uh, we're loving, but we're loving life. We're lo really, really loving life. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she is smart and beautiful and loves Jesus. Ah, why are so, you trying to give me a blush, dude? <laughs> dude, I'm a good flirt. I need to use this. It's, you do. It's, do you use this? I are you flirtatious or do you get weird? Because you either put your flirt game on or you get like just really weird. Are you one of those weird? I've never seen you flirt. <laughs> so I'm actually, 
a little worried, <laughs> but also curious. <laughs> I was like, at this but point, people can think what they want. No, I know. I flirt with my friends a lot to be funny. But do you flirt with but men? Do I flirt? flirt with men? Not really. My way of flirting <laughs> is like getting to know. I'll play. I'm, I'm a dude in the grocery store. <laughs> I wouldn't even go up to you at the grocery no, I can't store. Up to you. Hey. Like he is, he is drop dead gorgeous. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's your name? Oh, oh no, <laughs> oh no. That's why I'm single. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> no, I, oh, I, I think if I do flirt, it's it doesn't come off very strong, and they might just think, oh, she's really nice. Yeah. Because you are very nice with everyone though. So it's hard to depict if you're like flirtatious or is it just That's you? That's why I just need my husband to go up to me and be like, I'm taking you out. Most men are like, <laughs> not, like that, not like that, but I'm yeah. just going to pray and believe. Yeah. Can I do I'll that? Can yeah, I have yeah. faith? You got faith, but also be real. You know. <laughs> I put my, I do put myself out there. I socialize though. Yeah. I engage in conversation. I'm not shy when it comes to um, getting to know someone, but yeah, you're probably more bold at flirting than I am. Uh. No, I no, it depends on the guy. So like, I could lean on on the weird side. It's just like, stop being weird. Like, yeah. why are you being like this? Yeah. So I get a little bit more reserved depending on the type of guy. So no, I'm not like this outwardly bold. No, I'm not. Well, you're doing something right because people ask you out on dates. <laughs> Do you know how long it's been out here? Chelsea, we had a conversation. So fun fact, we took this marriage class at church. It's called the marriage sprint. And it is to prepare to be in a marriage. Marriage, or if you're already in a marriage, it's to give you tools yeah. to how to better your marriage. But we took it because they opened it up for, for singles, for singles as well. For yeah, <laughs> let's invite them. They're already lonely. <laughs> Join the group. Okay. Stop. Feel better about myself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but she wanted a <laughs> One of the questions for an icebreaker was, have you ever been asked out on a date? Or like, what was the best date you've been on? And I was like, well, this is awkward. And Chelsea's like, why? I was like, I've never been asked out on a date. And she's like, no, I don't believe you. I, I completely didn't. I wasn't trying to like pump you up, but like your personality, I'm like, you should have several men coming right. to you asking you out on a date i don't know what the problem is because i don't feel like i'm intimidating but i did get asked out on my first date this year wait did but you didn't tell me this there was, no i did tell you but there was no consistency it was very like i'll let you know when like don't just don't even approach me if you don't have a time set anyways i don't want to sit here and talk about that too long that was a little entertainment for you guys um we'll take an offering <laughs> for that but um, in this season I want to talk about the seasons that we're in and I have been single for seven years Chelsea how long have you been single I've been single for four years now it's not that easy no 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 and then I feel like God has showed us and correct me if I'm wrong I feel like God has shown us our calling at a pretty young age um I've kind of like already had a clue or like a like a guess at a very young age, even before walking in it. 
that like, okay, I don't think, I don't want to be a nurse. I don't want to be a teacher. <laughs> well, then what the heck am I going to be? Yeah. And um, I, when I went to college, I took this class and it's called a guidance class. And it's to help you discover what it is that you're passionate about to guide you in the career path you want. So I found one and it was social media. And I was like, oh, cool. Told someone at church. And then I just started serving in social media. And so it was like a domino effect. It led me to where I'm at today. Uh, There's a lot of things that God has me doing right now, but it, it really clarified where he wanted me to be. And so I would say at 21, I'm 27 now, 21 was when he showed me. At the very beginning of my singleness, I'm like, dang, it's been a ride. So when did God show you your calling and at what age were you? I always had a fascination. So like I'm I'm in the church. I do a little preaching, a little teaching, um, but really just lead teams within the church. And I've done that for a couple of years now. I had a fascination with the church, like in love with the church since I was eight. I was in youth ministry at eight years old. I was a high schooler leading my high school teams at the church that I now work at. So I always had a love for it, but never in my mind did I think that I would one day work here. I just love God so much. And I was so obsessed to get to know who he was that I wanted to be around the body of Christ as much as I can. So I didn't say that I knew that that was my calling. I went to college. Uh, I played basketball in college. Okay. Yes. Wow. Period. And then um, I, I, I'm short. I know I'm sitting, but I'm 5'3 on a good day. So I knew that I wasn't going to play professionally. So I went to school. I got my degree in communications. And that's what I was going for, by the way. Yes. When I was in college. With an emphasis in media studies and then my, my minor in Bible. So I was going to be a sports broadcaster. Like the dream was ESPN. Like that was the dream. Not at remotely working for a church or involved in anything with ministry. So I'd say at, I was 20, I was 20, I was 20 years old. Exactly. And I was at Bible college and there was a week where you take off a class and you go to what's called a missions conference. So I went to, you know, you go to 11 sessions. I went through 11 sessions and I loved it so much. I was like, I want to hit this last session. So I hit the last session and I bring all my teammates because half of them weren't saved. I'm like, y'all need it anyways. So we go because I was obsessed. And it was the first time I saw a female communicator who was preaching in a way where I was just like, I literally sat in the stands and I said, I'm supposed to be doing that. Like that's, I didn't know that that was a thing that women do. Like I didn't grow up seeing women communicating or teaching the gospel ever. So when I saw this lady, I said, I'm supposed to do this and I'm going to be doing it with this lady. A year later, I ended up connecting with that lady. I worked with her for, for five years, six years. And, uh, it was with her that I ever preached for the first time. And that's when I knew, but I say at 20 was that moment, like that moment where I was like, this is it. But I've been in the church since I was eight. So I didn't really know until about six years ago that like really confirmed this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Now, would you say during that time you were like, the most dedicated in your walk with Jesus during that time? I was the most dedicated. I was the most hungry, I think, at that time, the most curious. Uh, but I was at the place where I'm like, God, whatever you want, I'll have it. And I think that was my peak of when I when I was there, yeah. Yeah, and I feel, I feel like that's when it happened for me too. I had just rededicated my life yeah. when I was 21. 
I just started going to church. I honestly, now that I look back, I did not know what I was doing. I did not know that I would be where I, I did not know I'd be in this serious of a relationship with Jesus. Yes. <laughs> We're yeah. married. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's that there. There's no getting out. Yeah, like yeah. we're locked in. There's no switching up. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you're stuck with me, Jesus. I don't care what you think. Yeah. <laughs> so would you say that because you were like in this committed relationship, you were hungry for the Lord. Do you feel like, how can we give people advice in their singleness? How can they use their time in their singleness to find their purpose? Because I feel like we have a common denominator here. Yeah correct me if I'm wrong. And it was, we were committed to Christ. Yeah. We committed our time to him and he unpacked the vision for our lives. Yeah. Okay. With the branding, she's just so good at what she does. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Uh, for those who are like in, in their season of singleness, I, I think there are waves where I hit, like I feel lonely or I'm like, I wish I would have, but I've dedicated this season of my life to fully giving it to God and he's kept me busy and it's not a coping mechanism but when you're single the reality is you have more time than this will be the most once you do get married and have kids your time for yourself and the things that you can do shrinks so this is really the time where we can give a hundred percent of ourselves to God without it being split in any area so I said in this time God I'm gonna give a hundred percent to you and I know, and God told me you're going to be married in, in your life longer than you'll be single. So enjoy it. Ooh. So I don't think I'm going to be sick at the span of the, I'm going to be single 20 something years, 30 something years versus when I'm going to be married. It, it's, there's going to be a difference. God told me. So I said, enjoy it, enjoy it. And so I've dedicated this time to enjoy what God's doing. And he's just giving me more and more to where I don't have a lot of idle time to sit around and say, life sucks. Life is great. I do love life and I think it'll be greater um, when God brings me a husband, but life is great as it is. And I like that you mentioned that, that like God has occupied your time, right? Yeah. He doesn't let us just sit here and twiddle our thumbs. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, that I have to think about like, wait, can I be in bed at 10 p.m.? Because I've been working, yes. I've been doing a lot. Um, I get to celebrate so many milestones of people in my life. Like I get to live life um, to the fullest and not that we're not going to when we're married, but that it will take more time. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, when I do experience loneliness or a craving for like, when's my husband going to come? Yeah. It typically happens out of nowhere yeah. when I'm busy. So it's not necessarily like I'm sitting at home by myself. Oh, yeah. poor me. I wish I had someone. It's like, I don't know. I'm at a restaurant. I look to the left. I'm like, oh, dang, that was cute. <laughs> or I'm watching a movie. I'm like, dang. Or I don't know. It could be like anything. I'm trying to think. I, I always call Anita. Anita. Um, and I, I typically tell her when it is that I feel lonely. So that's how... I like, I feel like God has given me a community. Yeah. And I feel like community is really important during this time um, for accountability, yeah. for just someone to just sit in with you and be like, hey, I get it. Yeah. Um, but also someone that's in the same season as you in singleness, where I'm like, girl, 
I will keep saying it. I'm like, thank you, God, for showing me Chelsea because I just feel like women need that, men need that. Um, and I don't feel like you're playing. Like, you're not like, oh, let's be out here in these streets. Like, you're focused on your goals. You're just like, you are focused on your calling. You are walking with confidence and authority. And I'm like, period. <laughs> that, that's where I'm at. I'm about you and I think that's healthy. Even when we transition to being married, it's healthy for young couples to be around other young couples. It's just a good, ba and older couples. So I just feel like there's a balance. But when we were, we were recently at a, a bachelorette a couple months ago, and it was like, we didn't even speak about, oh, I wish we had a, we didn't, that wasn't our language, but we both kind of like felt, I mean, maybe, maybe it's just me, but both kind of felt like, hey, I'm in it with you. Yeah. I get it. Like, you don't gotta say nothing. And we just gravitated towards each other and, it, and it's what I needed. Yeah. It's exactly what I needed. And I think that's healthy. I had to learn. And I think what I'm learning now is the importance of community because I, my, that's not my bend. My bend is the moments, the moment that it hit me the most where I felt like, man, I actually, cause I've never been the type that's like, I can't wait till I get married and have kids. I've never been that type until recently or God's like, this is the life I have for you. And I've wanted it now more recently, but it wasn't until I got invited to celebrate a 10 year and all my friends are like older. So a 10 year wedding anniversary and it was six couples and then me right. in Mexico. And I was, so, I was, I'm in Mexico. That's like my safe place. I'm living my best life. But then I, I it took a, a moment where I'm like, look around and I'm like, man, I'm by myself. Like I didn't realize it until day four, you and know, nobody thinks and it's nobody, weird. They're yeah, like, yeah, Chelsea comes. You know how, how many come. times I've been a third wheel. <laughs> I just, yeah. And, and I'm grateful. And what I love is couples bring me into their lives. Yeah. Um, but there are moments in the business where I realized, oh, man, like I really am always the one, <laughs> the one yeah. by myself. Yeah. And it is in times where it's busy or times where it's like, you know, kind of died down and I go to bed at night and I'm like, really? Or a lot when I think the enemy gets me this way where I do ministry, I'm at church connecting with people and then I go home to myself. And it's like, I think it, it would be so nice to go home to somebody just to release and be and have somebody. And so, but for the most part, um, God just showed me how sweet this, this season is. And he also said, it's not going to last long. So enjoy it now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, okay, God, I'm enjoying it. And I really am. A lot of my friends are married and have kids. So I'm on the same boat as you. Um, I love it though. I get, I, God's intentional. He's given us access to areas that are so sacred. Marriages are sacred. Marriage, there's things that privately happen in marriages. God, why am I in this room right now while this married couple is openly willing to share with me? Want to know why? Because class is in session. Open your eyes, Selena. You want to be a wife? You want to be a godly wife? Listen up and take notes. I'm in school my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> when is class? When am I gonna hear the bell? Yeah, <laughs> I'm but, ready. But it's good. Yeah. Because like, I'm sure you've learned a lot. The marriage sprint. Yeah. Like even married couples are like, I wish I sat in this as a single person because yeah. I would have avoided a lot of stuff in my marriage. And so for those in the waiting season, like soak up all the education that you can like it's just market research right now be around a lot of married couples godly ones that you you would hope to aspire to be like 
and I've been learning a lot in this season. And so the mayor sprint, really, I'm just like, I'm not there now, but I have tools for when I'll get there. And that's just such a healthy thing. Yeah. And also going back to like surrounding yourself with people who are single and after the same things that you're after, like growing a relationship with Christ, going to conferences, whether you're in business or through church, um, saying, hey, do you want to go like have a self-care day? Like take care of yourself, love yourself through this. I'm in this season where like, I've been getting massages. I get my nails done, getting facials because I'm like, wow, Lord, like I get to do this. I get to do this for me. And because you love me, I get to enjoy this part of myself and love myself. How do you show yourself that you love yourself in this season? Of singleness. I've been in a rhythm a lot of, I get my massages once a month. Um, I oftentimes, and a lot of people are like, that's, and I told my pastor, Pastor Adam this, uh, I was like, yeah, I love going to dinner by myself or I love to go on vacations by myself. And he's like, I would look at that person and be like, that's sad. Like, they're sad. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so happy that I, there are days that I take myself on on a date and I just like to recalibrate and be with me. Chelsea, are you good? Are you happy? Are you well? And so that's how I'm taking care of myself. I get my, it's the, it's the little things. Get your nails done, get your hair done, go get a massage, go take a walk, go work out, like go get ice cream. Like it's the little things I have to eva go to concerts. I go to a lot of concerts by myself. And it's like, I evaluate, what is the thing that, what are things that fill my cup? And I realize I can do that. My cup can be filled without a man having to fill my cup with the assistance of me and God, it's like, do the things that you love and I feel full. That's yeah. why I don't feel like I'm lacking anything. Honestly too, when you invite the Holy Spirit into your singleness, you're never really alone. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really feel most times that you're by yourself. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is moments, we're just being real. <laughs> and these moments for some reason are like- My hands looking real, feeling real light, Lord. <laughs> Like drive. not even none of my friends texting me. Did I do something, Lord? <laughs> Is my phone not working? Let me turn it off and turn it back yeah, on. <laughs> check on yeah. Single check on your single All friends. Like it's because you're single. Uh, no, they say it's because you're busy. busy. You're working. I, I, I hate that. I busy working. But what about the life part? People assume. A lot of people assume because you're doing what God's called you to do, or you're living out your purpose that you don't have time and it's like no we're waiting to get that phone call we're wait we're waiting we're available or, oh you're like me and you just blow up the person's phone <laughs> i call chelsea even when she's on do not disturb you want to be pursued you want to be pursued i'll show you i'll show you what it's like to be pursued lord pursues those guys the way selena pursues me <laughs> i need someone to pursue me like that <laughs> Blow me up Blow when me I'm up. on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> Notify anyway. <laughs> okay. I can sit Sorry, here and joke about this. I know. I know. It's really serious. Yeah. But to, to literally be serious, this song that you sent me this morning. You got Ariel that? Hill. Tell me what you got from that. I was in prayer, but let me know. What the beauty of that is, it's, it starts with like the hour is dark and this and the song is saying, one day I will tell this story. But it's insinuating right now, that's not the story. Right now, that's not, I haven't walked on the waves yet. The sea has not parted yet. But one day I will be able to testify and tell the story that God's never failed. And right now, though I don't see what's happening, I can trust that God's faithful. 
And so I think, and that's just faith. That's just faith that, yeah, sometimes this single life it feels sucky, but the thing that brings me contentment in the middle of that is what God spoke to me. You won't be single forever. Oh, yeah. There is somebody for you. And so I have something to hope for, though I don't see it, which is faith. It gives me one day I'll be able to tell the story that I lived my single life to the fullness, but I also stepped into a healthy marriage. And I do believe that one day I will be in a healthy marriage. And that gives me hope. I love that. Yeah, yeah the <clears throat> the song that we're talking about, it's called The Story I'll Tell. I'll Tell, yeah. right? The Story I'll Tell by Maverick City. And there's even a part in the song where it's like, I'll one day say that you were enough. Like you were enough, God. Which insinuates there might be times where you don't feel like God is enough. There might be times where you feel like something is missing. And I, I would lie if I were saying I don't feel that sometimes. Right. And it's like, is there a part of me that's missing? Or have I not experienced the fullness of who I am until a man comes? Right. So those doubts come. Um, but one day we'll look back and say, during that time, he was enough. And then during our marriage, he's enough. But I, I loved that the song didn't portray, because I think sometimes being a Christian, we are afraid to express how we feel today because people label it as like, you don't have enough faith. You don't have, no, I think it's healthy to cast your cares, your anxiety, come to God and say, hey, right now, like, I don't get it. Yeah. Right now it's confusing. Right now it sucks. But one day I'll be able to tell the story of how I look back over the years and you were definitely there. And I just have full confidence that I'll be able to say that one day. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. I think it just makes me think about like, how have I, how have I spoken to you, God, in those moments when I have laid out like my loneliness or where my heart is just aching. And I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. Like I, God, I didn't do like, I know, He's not doing this to punish us. Um, God, I, ha I know you're doing this to protect my heart. I know you're preparing me and I have to speak that over myself. And I've used the seven years, I've used these seven years with a lot of time in my secret place with him. And it was funny because I met this girl at the bank and I was talking to her about vision. I was talking to her about packed vision. And I asked her, I said, hey, what's your vision for your life? Because I just got done talking to her about my businesses. She goes, well, it's not about a business. That's not what I envision for my life. And I asked her, what is it that you envision? And she said, being a wife and starting a family. And I was like, God, you sent me here for a reason because I can be able to relate to her. Yeah, yeah. You've allowed me to be in the singleness for a long time. I've given you my yes. I've told you I'm devoted to you and I will sit here with you. I will pray. I will give you my time. And he said, yeah, Selena, because there's going to be people that are going through the same thing as you. And I need you to tell them who I am and what I can do yeah. with their, when you give God your heart, and what he can do with that, he protects it. He guards it. Oh my gosh. And he loves it like nobody else. There's times where I'm like, God, this person's disappointing me. And God's like, I'm, I will never disappoint you. I will never let you down. I have plans to prosper you that will not harm you. And 
I think about that, God, you don't want me to be with someone that's going to harm me. So why would I just jump and do whatever? I listen to the Holy Spirit and I allow him to tell me, yes, this is for you. No, that's not for you. And what was crazy was um, I asked that girl, I said, have you ever prayed for your husband? Have you ever written it down? No, I haven't. And she's a believer. And I said, well, may I ask you why? She's like, you know, someone did tell me to do that, but it sounded kind of silly if I'm being honest. And I loved how transparent she was being. But I said, God, God says we can take these things to him. He hears the, the desires of our heart. We should be using this time to, to express to him, to share with him, Lord, this has hurt me in the past. God, protect me from this. God, you know what needs to be done in me, correcting me through this. God has done heart surgery on me through these whole seven years. And that's why being single and being aware and having your ears and your eyes open to the Holy Spirit, it's hard. Yeah. It, it's hard to stay celibate. It's hard to be single. If it was so easy, everybody would do it. I would be... I would be everywhere right now. Let me tell you, I would, I really would. I know where to go. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and there's, yeah. Cause I'm like, I could, I could, I could, if I wanted to, uh, enter into certain relationships, I could put myself out there in a way where I would attract a man that would, you know, I, I know how to attract the wrong things. And so it's just self-control that, I'm not gonna get what I want because I know, God, you know what I need. More than I do, more than I do. So just help me to know that your timing is perfect. And that's what I have to trust. There's a reason why he has me single. There's a reason for it. And one of my coworkers said one of the most profound things to me. He said, um, fruit that falls from the tree is easy to be picked up. Like all you do is grab, it's quick and it's accessible. Anybody can get fruit that falls from a tree, but it takes a long time to, to pick the fruit from the top of the tree. He said, Chelsea, your guy is like at the top of the Eiffel Tower. It takes time to climb it. It's, so it's gonna just take time. There's nothing wrong with you. It just takes time because you're getting Eiffel Tower, man. You're not getting fruit that falls from the tree. And I thought that was very wise and it changed my perspective to know the type of guy when it comes to his character that I believe God has for me um, is very specific and it's, it's just gonna take some time. He needs a little bit more time and I have to be patient to know that there's a reason why God has me saying all. Yeah. yeah. So good. And that's why it's, it, even taking the eyes off of us for a second and directing it on our future husbands, that's why it's so important to have vision for your husband and to pray for him. Like it's not a just, it's not a, just about us. If we're thinking about a marriage, it's two people. So when you imagine and you vision your husband, you pray for these things. You pray for the things that he's struggling with right now. Yeah. You're praying. Self-control has been one of the biggest things that I've had to, I've had to had in this, this walk, <laughs> walk with Jesus. And I'm not perfect. And, and God continues to refine us through this. I can't help but imagine like, I wonder, I can't wait to talk to our husbands. And be like, hey, like, like during during this time, like, yeah. you know, what were what was God showing to you? Were you saved? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am so fascinated to see that one thing that I am in a season now 
where, because I, I haven't always been the one that prayed for my husband. And so a couple years ago, God had, I think it was 2020, God is like, really start to be serious about it. And um, I started praying for the type of man that I want. And I was very, not specific, but like, God, this is what I want. Show, uh, open his eyes, you know, God, open. it was all about him. And God, during the marriage sprint that we went through, I was driving home on a Tuesday night. And um, I really felt the Holy Spirit tell me, stop praying uh, about him and what he needs to be. And um, start preparing yourself to be a wife. And your prayer changes a little bit. So now what does it look like for me to be a, for me to be a wife? Not just for me to get the husband that I want. No, what type of wife do you need me to be, God? And that's the, that's the season that I'm in now. I am in heart surgery right now. Well, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And, it, and it's like holding a mirror to all of your um, insecurities and all of the blind spots of who you are. It's like, oh, like, I don't like that about yeah. me I didn't know that about man so God has me in that season where it's like he's doing heart surgery on, on me that's cool yeah I like I just like to know I'm not the only one yeah you're not painful. what's up <laughs> oh you're here too yeah. <laughs> welcome to the room but <laughs> we're in this together yeah. no that that's good because last year I went through this time because he he did that to me last year he was like, Selena, first of all, the way you talk about men, like I did, I did, I told God, God, I, I'm sorry. Help me with my disbelief. Show me that there are godly men. Cause I really, I really had never seen, yeah, we go to church, but I really hadn't seen a godly man that I was like attracted to, like had interest in. And I honestly do, looks, Ask my friends, they always laugh at me. They're like, you really don't care about looks. Cause that's not the first thing on my mind. Like God has put his heart on my mind. He has put his heart on my heart. Pray for his heart. Cause that's so important. And he, he went through this season where he showed me, like, I kid you not seven godly men in like one year. And I remember talking to my best friend's husband. Like, I remember just crying. It felt like a miracle. And I was just like, wow, God, like, even if I'm just friends with, with these men, like, wow, I can walk in confidence knowing that there are men out there that are serving God, that, care, that take care of business, that take care of their families, that respect women. For the first time last year, a man opened the door for me wow but thank you god instead of bashing and saying see all these men don't do that no thank you god yeah. thank you and i just was overwhelmed with gratitude and now i get to see my friends be loved and respected the same way by those men my dad's like that so i feel like i'm I've been, my standards are very, very, very high because my, I've never seen my mom open a car door and they've been married for, I think like 30, 29 years. Yeah. Next year will be 30. So my dad is just like a different breed. But as I, I've seen some of our friends get married, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. There's more people like my dad out there who are, truly respect women. And so it, cause I wasn't, I did have a time where I'm like, you know, men are trash. You just, I think, yeah. 
all of us went through that time where men are dressed. Yeah. And God corrected us. Yes, 100%. 100%. So, (laughs) it got me, God. So, but yeah, I went through the same thing. This heart surgery season, maybe. Welcome to the ER. (laughs) It's emergency surgery. It is. It is. Like, dang, why? All at one time, God? Like, he doesn't do one section at a time? No. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's, it's constant, but I'm thankful. And I, that's why I wanted to come on here and talk about this. Cause I was like, you know what? Let's be vulnerable. Um, I told Chelsea, this was kind of uncomfortable for me. I don't really talk about my singleness over the internet. I talk about it freely in public with my friends, with the stranger, whatever. I don't know. Something about being on a camera. It's like, it's going to stay there. Um, But in this season where I'm at right now, I'm okay with that because I know that our yes with sharing this vulnerability will help bring clarity and peace during their singleness. And we are sitting here talking about vision for our future marriages and our spouses, something that we don't even have right now. It's going to be beautiful to look back at this and be like, we we had faith for it. Oh, we're going to cry. Oh, yeah, 100%. (laughs) 100%. We also get to walk in the vision and the calling and the purpose that God has for us at such a young age. And I don't take that lightly because that's rare. Very, very rare. And and most, a lot of people that I talked to that got married really young, which is nothing wrong with that. I said like, man, I just wish the time that I did have when I was younger, I utilized it wisely. So I listened to my married friends. I'm like, what would you have done differently? Which is why I think me sharing, I'm very open about my singleness online. Number one, because it helps a lot of single women know that they're not alone. And it gives them, it's like, I have another friend. I have a homie. I'm a lot of people's online cousin. So like, they feel like, okay, I'm not alone. But also it gives married people insight to the life of a single person in 2023. And so 2024, whenever you watch this. And so um, I, I think it's healthy on both ends for married couples to see, man, this is what they go through. And for them to like hook a homie up, you know, <laughs> invite us to the game nights, bring the single friends like this, <laughs> arrange the marriage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> my dad is really trying to arrange my marriage. No. He really is. No, he really is. Pray for Jack Bam. <laughs> like, and the dudes that he, I'm like, dad, does he love God? Like. Let's start there. Every day my Anyways. papa asks me, have you met him yet? Was- my dad's chill out. They really just want grandkids and I get it. But like, comp- yeah. I have three other siblings. Go talk to them. Yeah. But yeah, my dad's trying really hard. But I-, I think it's really healthy to share your journey online because it will free a lot of people from their loneliness, I think. And so that's why I've committed. God, if somebody wants to have a conversation, you know how many single podcasts I've been on? Like, God, if people want to have a conversation about it, so be it. I'm an open book. Um, to give people inspiration and hope that like, this is not your forever, but enjoy right now. Cause it is sweet. Yeah. That's so cool that you said that. So multiple people have wanted you to talk about this because you've been open about it because you've given God your yes. And now it's just being given like rapid fire. It's, it's free here. Here's the workbook. Don't do this, 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 and this pray for this, do this and your singleness and that's awesome you inspire me and that's why i'm here today sharing about it because i was like no this is chelsea walks with boldness and confidence i can do it too and i just thank you for that anything else you want to share that's like on your heart like 
We need to make sure they get everything they can get out of this, our single people. We care about you. <laughs> we care about you. We, we care about your future. We care about your calling and your marriage. I just think like, the, and we've said it multiple times, there is purpose in your season right now. And so run your race as hard as you can. And if you struggle with that, ask God, what do you want me to do at this time? And, uh, and I firmly believe as you're running your race, God will send you, you'll look to the right and see somebody else running your race as well. And so don't slow down for anybody. Don't try to speed up for anybody. Run at your pace and God will give you exactly what you need when you need it. Going back to the song, it says, uh, he's never failed. And so our basis of our whole life is faith, faith in God. And so I, look back in your life. If you're single and you're like, this sucks. Look back in your life. Has God ever failed you? So have that hope in the future. God's going to bring you what you need. He's never failed. But in this season is a great time to reflect, God, what do you need to get out of me now that you don't want me to bring into my marriage? And I think uh, whoever is seeing out there, including ourselves, are going to enter our marriage and say, thank God he did surgery on me so that he won't have to do surgery on us. I'm not bleeding on my husband. I'd marry you. <laughs> I'd ring on a baby. <laughs> I love you. And I'm so excited. Can I be your flower girl? Okay. I've never heard that thing, by the way. I just What's to be your okay, flower girl? Oh, for what? What's saying? What's saying? <laughs> Have you been to a wedding? <laughs> what? I didn't know what a flower girl was. What saying are you talking about? A flower girl. I didn't know. I like, forgot for a quick second. Like, I was no, mesmerized by what you said. <laughs> and that's how you bring you, them back. You... I'm excited to be your flower girl. I'm glad you know what a flower girl is. Praise God. <laughs> We're moving up in the world. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, one more time. I just want to say it. In your singleness, continue to be around other singles. Seek God. I would not yeah. be here walking in my purpose having peace having yeah. peace if i wasn't listening yeah yeah listening to him and really spending that time with him in my secret place um i give him all the credit for that i know that's why you're exactly where you're at because of that and that's that thank you for listening thank you for being on here i can't wait to go to your wedding <laughs> can't wait to be in your wedding <laughs> She did not. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>